Coming up in this episode, I'll discuss my plans to fix the issues with book two and a rather tragic tech fail. And I'll share my experiences with Amazon ads on both the UK and US stores. I'll also share my second update on email list marketing services and a valuable lesson learned. Welcome to the Authorpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, thriller writer, Amelia D. Hay. On this podcast, I will bring you writing, book marketing, and self-publishing advice so that you can create your dream author business, build your author platform, and be creatively independent. You can find the episode show notes and lots more information on the podcast page at ameliahay.com forward slash podcast. Hello writers, just to let you know, this episode was recorded on February 24th, so this show is primarily me looking back at the week starting from February the 10th to February 23rd. There's light at the end of the tunnel for the second book in my James Lond series. I've made a ton of progress on fixing the issues in the story arc. In book marketing news, I've started dabbling in Amazon ads for the US store. I'm also going to share why I turned off the ads on the UK store. On top of all of this, I've experienced a few exciting author firsts this week. So stay tuned for all of this and much more. Throughout this episode, I'll be referencing tools and services that I've used. If you're interested in reading the transcript or would like links to anything that I've mentioned, in the show, then check out the very long blog post or edited transcript at ameliahay.com forward slash BTS 027. I'm excited to announce that I've made a decision about the story arc and plot issues I highlighted in the previous episode. The decision I made means I will need to do a complete rewrite of the novel. Now that I've subtracted a subplot from the story, book two is a short novel of around 50,000 words, which is not great. Well, I'm not happy with that one. But I've also decided that by the time the reader gets to the halfway point in the third act, there will still be three possible suspects for the crime. After all of this decision making, I created a new scene by scene synopsis for book two. Actually, it's more like a film treatment than a synopsis, but that's just me getting technical. Due to the creation of a new list of scenes, I've added nine new scenes to the story and cut five scenes. The five scenes were cut because they relate to the romantic subplot that I deleted from the story arc. It was sad to see it go, but I felt that it wasn't serving the story. The next step is to go through the suspects character arcs and create new scenarios for these characters and give them believable motivations to commit the crimes. After this I need to go through the new scene list and add these changes to the existing scenes. All of this should result in me adding a few more scenes or making additions to existing scenes within the story. So that's something I need to do next week. But so far after all of the changes that I've currently made I've estimated the story story will reach 57,000 words which makes which still makes it a short novel however the story is much stronger and that's what really matters for this novel I decided to approach the revisions or in my case rewrites a little differently than I did with missing this time I will revise each scene in order I'm going to pay attention to all of the known issues at once instead of performing multiple passes but I will need to see how it goes after this I'll create an editing checklist 
first and go through the manuscript one last time before handing it off to an editor. I'm hoping to use the same editor as last time so this might delay my release date as well. You're probably sensing a theme here. Nevertheless, I need to play this by ear instead of getting hung up on, pu on a publishing date so soon. On Monday, February 10th, I changed the price of missing back to $2.99 USD and I got no sales for an entire week, which was disappointing. But I think the lack of sales has to do with the fact that I still have no reviews. I realize that reviews don't really affect sales, but because I'm a new author, my books have no social proof. So at $2.99, the book probably feels like a risk and that's understandable. On top of this, my book isn't in KU, so it's quite a risk for people looking for books in this genre. In light of that, I've decided to bring back the 99 cent sale for every region until I have at least 10 reviews on Amazon and at least one on each of the other platforms. A couple of days after bringing back the sale on February 17th, I received another sale on Amazon on February 19th, breaking my week-long sale drought. Throughout these last two weeks, I've started to feel tempted by KU. I've only sold a small number of copies of Missing across all the platforms and a good portion of those sales are from Amazon. At present, Missing has only been on sale for 29 days. That's a day shy of a month. To be frank, I haven't done everything I can to market my book. So far, I've been avoiding building my email list by advertising my free short story. Now that I've said that out loud, it's completely ridiculous and I need to start doing that. Next week I'm going to ditch my excuses and make a few changes to the chapters released on my blog as posts. The next step I need to take is to share the new blog posts on my author Facebook page and boost the post to my pre-designed target audience. Before I do this I might make a few minor tweaks to the audience before I boost the post. In next week's podcast episode I will let you know how I got on with this as well as any budgeting decisions and hopefully the result received so far. Just as a side note, over on my Patreon page, I will release my income report for the last 30 days. It will be a monthly breakdown of my book sales and the costs of self-publishing. The video will also be available from March the 7th, so I will remind you again in the next podcast diary if you're interested in seeing that. If you've supported the podcast on the Pick My Brain tier, which is $2 a month plus sales taxes, then you'll have access to this video in the Patreon feed. The reason why I'm putting it behind a paywall is I will be sharing actual sales figures and where the sales figures are coming from. Most people will share a certain percentage of sales come from this store and from this region without actually disclosing the actual sale numbers. My inner accounting nerd feels obliged to point out that those types of reports are not income. If you don't ever share the total number of sales, then these percentages are meaningless. I will point out that my sales are not glamorous by any means, but it's what I'm getting as a new author. Throughout the last few weeks, I've been carefully collecting data in a spreadsheet, which I will go through in the video in detail. My aim is to share an honest account of self-publishing as a new fiction author who isn't enrolled in the KU program. On 
February 17th, I paused the Amazon.co.uk product display advertisement campaign that I started on February the 7th. Interestingly, the ads on the UK store weren't generating conversions and as a result, burned through my daily budget and kept asking me for a budget increase. Honestly, it was money down the drain with very little return. I'm obviously doing something wrong. I just haven't figured out what it is yet. So I sort of felt the need to press pause. I sent an email to the KDP support desk because I was having problems starting an advertisement campaign on Amazon.com. KDP got back to me and explained that even though I can see the payment method, I need to add it again. So the payment method I wanted to use, I'm actually using an Amazon.co.uk advertising and I had to add it again in the US advertising site. So even though the response was a bit confusing, I added my credit card again on the advertising platform for the US Amazon store and it worked. As a result, I started advertising on Amazon.com. The advert has been approved, but I'm not getting many clicks probably because the US store is quite competitive in terms of advertising space. So it's not burning through my daily budget like the UK store was. Throughout the week, I've slowly added and changed the elements in the product display campaign. Just for the sake of clarity, the ads I'm doing display a book in specific categories and under certain products. For some reason, I didn't realize you could target both categories and products at the same time. So this was a bit of a facepalm moment for me. At the moment, I'm only using product display ads and not the keyword ads because I don't understand how that works. And I know you need about 300 keywords and I don't know how to do that. So I probably should figure that out. Actually, I've also learned another important lesson that's worth sharing. I'm not going to purchase email list promotions for lists that don't segment by genre when you sign up for the advertisements because sending out a list of books of multiple genres to all subscribers is not effective and I feel like I'm throwing money away. But I will spend money on email list promotional services that are targeted like Bargain Booksy and I will still use BookDoggy again because the sales figures were quite good considering I'm a new author and I'm not in KU because I know I've mentioned in the previous episode that with BookDoggy I've got eight sales through Book to BookDoggy and that's not a lot but my book is priced at 99 cents and I'm not in KU so it's not a oh this is technically free for me to read but it was priced I don't have any reviews I'm a new author I feel like because it was the second highest performing paid advertisement that I'd used I will use them again. In other news, the also boughts have started to populate on Amazon.co.uk, but not in the US store. There are only two, but the books are in the mystery, thriller and suspense genres. So that's a win. In the same vein as the also boughts, I had my first subscriber from the back of my book. However, they took the free short story and unsubscribed. So I had my first freebie seeker and I'm considering that a win too. The first two months of 2020 have been plagued with tech issues for me. My MacBook was starting to crash a couple of times a week and I was wondering whether I would be able to continue recording the podcast episode for this week. This week I'm recording multiple episodes at once and I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to do that. My MacBook was starting to die after four and a half years of service. Usually a Mac will last at least 10 years for me. 
but this computer has travelled a lot and experienced daily use. It's a bit sad because I've written three books and a short story on that computer and I published my first books with that computer as well. So it has a ton of sentimental value. On Sunday, February 16th, my husband talked me into buying an iMac. I told him that I needed a computer for video editing, podcasting and writing. Then I left him to do his nerdy research. That's how he likes to do things. Whereas I just buy the cheapest Mac I see, which I'm now starting to realize is possibly a mistake. He did a ton of modifications, including adding an extra 16 gigabyte of RAM and opted for a one terabyte SSD drive instead of the one terabyte Fusion drive. And I got Final Cut Pro, but I don't know how to use it yet. From what I understand, the difference between an SSD drive and a Fusion drive is a Fusion drive is a combination of this other type of drive and one part SSD but with the fusion drive it wasn't enough of an SSD drive to make it worthwhile so he upgraded to a full SSD drive and by the way I have no idea what I'm talking about but apparently an SSD drive is great. My new iMac arrived early on Thursday February 20th. In the original order Apple said it would arrive somewhere between February the 25th and February the 28th but it arrived early so I was super thrilled and that was just with standard delivery. I think they overestimate the time it will take to install all of the added extras into the computer and if it arrives earlier then that's a bonus and that's how it worked out for me. So that's all of the tasks I completed in terms of writing, book marketing and email marketing. Over the next few weeks, I will start focusing more on email list building and less on pay-per-click advertising. Next Saturday, I will release another diary episode where I will continue to discuss my writing and book marketing endeavors. And I'll also let you know when that income report will be available on Patreon. If you have any questions or have tips on book marketing that you would love to share with me, please come over to the blog post at ameliahay.com forward slash bts027 and share your thoughts in the comments section so thank you for listening and happy reading and writing everybody thank you for listening to the authorpreneur podcast if you love this episode then hit the subscribe button and leave a review on your favorite podcasting app i'm your host amelia d hay and i'll see you next week for another episode